In today's show, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust Bitcoin discount nears a whopping 50% on the FTX woes as investors stock up, including ARK Invents, ARK Invest and Lawrence Leopard. And Coinbase came out to share that they have the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust products safe as they are the qualified custodian. However, also note that the crypto giant Grayscale says providing on-chain proof of reserves threatens its client security. And this just in breaking news, the FTX hacker decided that Sunday is a great day to dump his $250 million in Ethereum for Bitcoin, which is why Ethereum is currently dumping. And this just in breaking news, fun fact, 12 years ago today, you can buy four Bitcoin for $1. That's right. We're talking about 25 cents each per BTC. Let's freaking go. Also in today's show, Ripple to consider deals for FTX assets, according to their CEO, Brad Garlinghouse. That's right. The CEO of Ripple said the company would be interested in companies owned by FTX that serve business customers. Also in today's show, the Kraken founder, Jesse Powell, predicts the next big event that pushes crypto out of the bear market, which is the Bitcoin halving. That's right. He says this will likely take place sometime in the first half of next year, which could be the next bullish catalyst for crypto markets. Also in today's show, Bitcoin troll and long-term Bitcoin hater Peter Schiff says Bitcoin still has a long way to fall and values the king crypto at $10,000. That's right. He also believes that $10,000 is the current real price of Bitcoin, warning that the lion's share of the selling has not even started yet. Also in today's show, Bitcoin OG and maximalist Max Kaiser believes everything will be priced in Bitcoin eventually one day. And he recently tweeted this morning, the Kubaki theater of Fed tightening coming to a close. You can't taper a Ponzi. Inflation about to pump much higher. $220,000 Bitcoin still in play. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome everyone just tuning in. Today is November 20th, 2022, and today's podcast episode is 1109, and I am your host, JV. We have lots to cover, so let's dive right into today's. Checking out the overall market, we can see all the major cryptos are currently bearish, which is unfortunate. Major corrections across the board. Bitcoin down about a half a percent, maintaining above 16,500 at the time of this live stream. We got Ether down a whopping 3% as the FTX hacker has been dumping their ETH and it's currently trading under $1,200. Binance Coin XRP and the carnage continues and checking out coinmarketcap.com. The current crypto market cap is sitting at $822 billion with about $42 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. So as you can see, the volume is still extremely low with about 38.7 Bitcoin dominance and 17.5% Ether dominance as the Ether dominance continues on the decline. Also in today's show, as we can see here, the top one or the, yeah, the top 100 gainers in the past 24 hours include GMX up about 5%, Pancake Swap up about 2%, and Unisted Leo up 1.7% and pretty much massive losses across the board. As we can see here, more broader, checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week. It's a mixture between
between gainers and major losers with FTT being the biggest losing token, I would say, since the FTX debacle with FTT being the native token of the fallen exchange. And check it out when my favorite indicators, the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows were currently rated a 24 in Extreme Fear. Yesterday was a 23, last week a 22, and last month a 23 in Extreme Fear. And welcome again, everyone just tuning in to today's live show. We do have lots and lots to cover. Let's start with discussing this Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. 50% discount right now in the market. The largest Bitcoin institutional investment vehicle is coming under suspicion as it trades at a record discount. The Grayscale Bitcoin Trust better known as GBTC, is the latest Bitcoin industry entity to feel the heat from the debacle over the defunct exchange, FTX, with contagion and fears over a deeper market route. Everywhere in Bitcoin and altcoins at present, misgivings are impacting even the best known and trusted crypto industry names. That's right. The contagion goes deep. In recent days, it was the turn of GBTC, the long embattled Bitcoin investment fund amid problems at a related crypto firm, Genesis Trading. That's right. As I've been reporting along with Dylan LeClaire, as reported, parent company Digital Currency Group, which is DCG, as well as operator Grayscale itself, swiftly sought to reassure investors and the market market that its flagship product was financially watertight. This did not appear enough to satisfy nerves, however, leading to additional public declarations of faith in DCG and GBTC. Among them was Coinbase Institutional, the institutional investment arm of major exchange Coinbase, as they tweet here, nothing is more important than ensuring our clients' assets are safe, as they shared in this Twitter thread, with 10 years of expertise building a secure and compliant custody solution. Coinbase Institutional is proud to provide segregated cold storage custody service with our qualified custodian. Now, Bitcoin's image has been under strain for some time since 2021. It has traded at a discount to the Bitcoin spot price, a discount which is now approaching a whopping 50%. That's why you have investors who believe in it loading up. Amid the lack of demand, speculation has increased thanks to rumors that Grayscale may end up being bought out should Genesis trading fail. That's right. So do note that this change of tack could have implications for GBTC as Grayscale notionally remains intent on converting it to an exchange traded fund, which is an ETF, which they would have already successfully done a very long time ago. However, the SEC has been denying them. So thanks to Gary Gensler. Though this is a difficult moment for many in crypto, I am deeply optimistic about the future of the industry, Grayscale's business, and the opportunity for investors, said the Grayscale CEO, Michael Sunshine, on November 19th. Now consensus on the $10.5 billion Grayscale Bitcoin Trust potentially being forcibly sold remains weak. Quoting, uh, Vita Global right here. Genesis may go under, but I find the odds of the GBTC trust being liquidated to the highly, being highly unlikely just given the cash cow it has been. Now they also shared more like somebody like Fidelity buys it and keeps it operating. So it can most definitely Genesis and all of these other major institutions have been impacted by the debacle and collapse of major crypto exchange FTX, but they're saying Grayscale Bitcoin Trust makes so much money in its fees that it's likely to remain and potentially be bought off, be bought out by a major asset manager such as Fidelity, which is one of the largest 
in the world. Another major one would be BlackRock, which I think is the largest in the world. Now, the steepening discount following the FTX saga has meanwhile made GBTC a somewhat ironic buy for names such as ARK Invest and Lawrence Leppard, investment manager at Equity Management Associates, shared the following. Lots of questions and DMs. Leppard's view on Grayscale and GBTC. Spoiler alert. I own it. It began a dedicated Twitter thread by saying over the weekend, I have been buying more. It is still less than 5% of my Bitcoin hodlings in case I am wrong. Self-sovereign key ownership is a must and top priority. So shout out to Lawrence Leppard for keeping it real, basically saying, yeah, I have 5% of my overall portfolio in it, but I'm not risking more than I can afford to lose because you don't know what's going to happen. And you can't compare that to storing it in uh, cold storage, not your keys, not your cheese, right? On the topic of how bad the contagion could be for DCG and his family of firms, Leopard nonetheless acknowledged it is impossible to know how much distress they are in. So keep that in mind. And he continued to analyze the fallout should be the worst case scenario, could be bankruptcy to ensue. So there you have it. And let me know your thoughts of what's likely to happen from this contagion and fallout before I dive into our next story of the day. And we discuss the proof of reserves, which Grayscale denies and says, hey, for our customers' security, we cannot publish that public address, which is supposed to have like a whopping 650,000 BTC. But what if they did not have that BTC? Everything can collapse just like that, like we've already witnessed with FTX. So let's dive right in to our next story. Crypto asset management giant Grayscale says it doesn't want to provide precise on-chain proof of its reserves because of security risks. Since the revelations of the former crypto exchange FTX was mishandling its customers' funds, other exchanges and firms have moved to provide proof of reserves to assure clients of solvency. In a Twitter thread, Grayscale says all of its digital assets that underlie its products are stored under the custody of Coinbase Custody Trust Company for security reasons. The firm won't release cryptographic proof of its reserves, quoting Grayscale. Coinbase frequently performs on-chain validation due to security concerns. We do not make such on-chain wallet info and confirmation info publicly available through a cryptographic proof of reserve or other advanced cryptographic accounting procedure. We know the proceeding point in particular will be a disappointment to some, but panic sparked by others is not a good enough reason to circumvent complex security arrangements that have kept our investors' assets safe for years. Now, Grayscale is the largest public holder of Bitcoin with 635,256 BTC in its possession or more than 3% of the total supply of all the Bitcoin out there, according to BitcoinTreasuries.net. However, Grayscale's Bitcoin wallets are not known to the public, unlike some other large entities like Binance and Bitfinex. Grayscale says that it does not lend, trade, or rehypothecate any of its digital assets and that all of its Bitcoin is it. It's Bitcoin trust are owned solely by the trust, quoting them here. Each Grayscale digital asset product is structured as a separate legal entity, a statutory trust for each single asset product, and a limited liability company for each diversified digital asset product sponsored or managed by Grayscale Investments, but ultimately owned by the product's shareholders. For example, this means that the Grayscale Bitcoin trust holds Bitcoin and only Bitcoin, and each share is backed by a proportional amount of the trust's holdings, which is approximately 0.000. 91502 Bitcoin per share of GBTC as per November 18th, November 2022. And to be perfectly clear, these digital assets are owned by GBTC and GBTC alone. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding this story? Do you think the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust can potentially go under? Do you think they're hiding anything? And the reason they're not providing that public address with the 635,000 BTC? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And more breaking news this morning, the FTX hacker decided 
decided that Sunday is a great day to dump his $250 million in Ethereum. Could that be SBF? Let me know your thoughts in the comments. And as you can see, Ethereum dump, dump, dump as per the mass uh, selling being unloaded. And also I shared with you in the intro of the show a fun fact. It was 12 years ago today, literally, you can buy four Bitcoin for a dollar, 25 cents per BTC. If you had that opportunity today, how many Bitcoin would you buy? Four for one. Pretty good deal, right? Now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss Ripple's FTX deal as their CEO Brad Garlinghouse may be bailing out and purchasing some of the assets off of the disfunct crypto exchange FTX, which is interesting to say the least, especially considering Binance turned it down. Ripple CEO Garlinghouse is reportedly interested in buying certain parts of the collapsed crypto exchange FTX. On the sidelines, Ripple Swell Conference in London, which was held on the 16th and the 17th a few days ago, Garlinghouse told the Sunday Times that former FTX CEO Bankman Fried called him two days before the company filed for bankruptcy as he sought to round up investors to rescue the business. And uh, let's check out this actual Twitter thread from Garlinghouse, which was recently posted. And unfortunately, the main tweet has already been deleted, but there is still a thread. So let's read some of it. With all that's happening in the past few weeks and over the course of this year's ups and downs, it feels even more imperative that we have gathered together in person to have an honest conversation about solving real world problems with crypto and blockchain. As I have said on on stage, I firmly believe that crypto will be stronger because of this. If we keep focusing on transparency and trust, Ripple has and will continue to lead in this regard. And now let's get back uh, here uh, into the story. The Ripple CEO said that during the call, the two discussed if there were FTX-owned businesses that Ripple would want to own. And part of my conversation was if he needs liquidity, maybe there's businesses that he has bought or he has that we would want to own. We would have bought some of those from him. I definitely think that those were on the table, he said. However, Garlinghouse admits that now that FTX has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in the U.S., a potential transaction for the FTX business will be very different than it would have been on one-to-one, quitting him here. I am not saying we won't look at those things. I'm sure we will, but it is a harder path to transact. And approximately 130 companies were affiliated with FTX, including FTX US, which were included in the bankruptcy filing in Delaware. Some subsidiaries not included in the proceedings include Crypto Clearinghouse Ledger X, FTX Digital Markets, FTX Australia, PTY, and Payment Processor, FTX Express Pay. Safe to say, if the name had FTX in it, it's probably gone bankrupt. Now, Garlinghouse said he would be interested in buying the parts that served business customers. And after Cointel Telegraph reached out to Ripple for additional comments. They didn't receive anything at the time of this publication, but it does appear that Ripple executives, like many in the industry, are following the latest developments of the FTX saga. On November 10th, Ripple Chief Technology Officer David Swartz directed a message on Twitter towards employees of FTX, suggesting there would be room at Ripple for them as long as they aren't involved in compliance, finance, or business ethics. As David Swartz tweeted here, hey, FTX official employees, not in involved in compliance, finance, or business ethics, Ripple is awaiting hiring. That's right. Now, FTX has recently appointed restructuring administration firm Kroll as its agent to track all claims against FTX and ensure interested parties are notified of developments throughout its Chapter 11 bankruptcy case. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding Ripple potentially purchasing out assets 
that they want to use from Bankman Freed's Fallen Crypto Exchange, FTX, which is now under Chapter 11 bankruptcy. How do you think this will play out? Do you think he can likely purchase some of these assets up for pennies on the dollar and flip them, making Ripple that much stronger? Or do you think he can likely back out of the deal? However you feel this is likely to play out, let me know your honest thoughts in the comments below. And do you feel that Bankman Freed is going to get away with all of this? Let me know. I feel like he's in cahoots, obviously, with the SEC regulators. A lot of them were turning a blind cheek. So it's very interesting to see how this is going to play out. But hopefully he is held accountable. We're talking over $10 billion of investors such as you and I, our money gone forever, which sets crypto industry back, according to experts, at least one to two years, which really sucks. But at the same time, maybe it'll bring us this crypto bottom we've been waiting for sooner than later. So just saying. Now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss the next big event, which is the Bitcoin halving, which is not that far out from where we are, 2024, right? Crypto veteran Jesse Powell is weighing in on the state of the industry following the collapse of FTX, giving a prediction for what will propel the space out of this insane bear market. In a new interview with the Bankless Pod, Powell says with billions of dollars now gone and a reputation to repair, the industry will need time to recover from this FTX debacle from Sam Bankman's scheme. The, <laughs> the Kraken founder says that Bitcoin halving, which will likely take place sometime in the first half of next year, could be the next bullish catalyst for crypto markets. And it's not next year in 2023. It's uh, 2024 is when the halving is going to take place. However, we can see a run-up uh, preceding uh proceeding towards the having, As he shares here, it is just a massive hit to lose $10 billion in capital from this industry. To have that just stolen away, that could have gone to great stuff and moved the industry forward. So that's going to take some time to recover from. Now, obviously, prices are depressed and as a result of all of this. So I think we're going to go into an even deeper bear market winter. It might be pro- Tracted. We don't have another Bitcoin having until March of 2024. It's going to be some time. And I think that's sort of the next kind of big event that might cause us to bounce out of this insane bear market. Now, Powell also says that the bad actors and unfortunate events will continue to happen in crypto, but remains bullish on the long-term prospects of the industry, quitting him here. I think, unfortunately, it's the same story as it's kind of has been for the industry for the last 11 years that I've been in it, which is we've got to keep marching up this hill. Maybe we got to spread up this hill for a while to recover some ground, but this is a war and it's a marathon. And I don't think we are going to be able to rest on our laurels as an industry. I think there will continue to be bad actors that come in and we have to get out. There is going to continue to be blows against the industry and misleading info out there. Ultimately, I think we got to remember why crypto is here in the first place. And that's to deliver Bitcoin and financial freedom basically to the whole world preach and to watch this video the kraken ceo did actually he stepped down as ceo i believe but to watch the video he did on how to rebuild crypto check the show notes below the video in the description and before i break down our next story of the day which is the bitcoin notorious troll peter schiff himself i just want to welcome everyone tuning in to today's live stream again today is november 20th 2022 as you can see bitcoin trading now just above sixteen thousand five hundred, as the market is currently correcting and in the red but without further ado let's break down our next story of the day gold bug and economist peter schiff has warned in a series of tweets about the price of bitcoin falling a long way from its current level he began by referencing the forecast he made in june that the need to sell bitcoin to pay bills will only get worse as the recession deepens and long-term Bitcoin hodlers without paychecks are forced to sell, noting it did not take long for his prediction to come true. Shift tweeted on Wednesday, the lion's share of the selling has not even started yet. Bitcoin still has 
a long way to fall. And he added in a follow-up tweet, I have been warning for years that all the people who made money in crypto will be sued by all of the people who lost money in crypto. So lawyer, up pumpers, and commenting on the collapsed crypto exchange FTX and former CEO Bankman Freed, Schiff wrote, I never looked into SBF as I never even considered investing in FTX, but I had done 10 minutes of due diligence and flags would have been art. But had I done 10 minutes of due diligence, he said the red flags would have been obvious. And he shares that many in crypto were so easily duped by an obvious con man calls into question their judgment on everything crypto. Now, Schiff also shares his thoughts on the recent performance of Grayscale's Bitcoin trust and its relation to the price of Bitcoin. The Bitcoin skeptic wrote on Friday, based on GBTC's 43% discount, Bitcoin is already trading well below 10,000. I think this is the real price of Bitcoin as when you sell GBTC, you get paid real cash. But when when you sell Bitcoin, you get paid tether. You get actual cash for Bitcoin. You must accept a huge discount. And many people on Twitter disagree with Schiff, obviously. One user opine, this is just embarrassing. Imagine trashing Bitcoin since it was $100. Actually, Max Kaiser says Schiff has been bashing Bitcoin since it was a dollar. And all these years later, you still have no idea about any aspect of it. And another wrote, I have never got tether when I sold Bitcoin. Also, the discount is because there are hedge funds that can only buy GBTC and not BTC that are getting trashed and have to raise whatever liquidity they can. And market analyst Joe Consorti explained on Twitter on Friday that GBTC has been dumped by institutions all year long and its parent company, Digital Currency Group, which is DCG, has chosen to pick up the bag to mitigate the impact of the institutional level selling pressure and prop up the fund's net asset value. However, he noted still that intervention hasn't stopped the discount of the fund to widen out to now, as of today, negative 50%. And on Friday, Grayscale Investment shared info on the safety and security associated with the product, which I already shared with you. With that being shared, welcome everyone just tuning in to today's episode. Let's discuss now the moment we have all been waiting for, and that's Max Kaiser's $220,000 Bitcoin price prediction, which he says is still in play for the King Crypto. So let's break it down, shall we? Let's start with the infamous tweet in response to this break-in market news. Here, Fed's Bostic, I expect 0.75 to 1 percentage point more of tightening to be sufficient to control inflation, in which Max Kaiser responded this morning, the Kabaki theater of Fed tightening coming out to a close. You can't taper a Ponzi. Inflation about to pump much higher. $220,000 Bitcoin still in play. Send it. Let's Frickin' go. Now check it. Most Bitcoin enthusiasts would love to walk into a store and see prices in Satoshis rather than US dollars, euros, or other fiat currencies. And such a scenario is not impossible. That's right. Max Kaiser says eventually everything is going to be uh, price into Bitcoin and it's only a matter of time, even if merchants aren't up to the task just yet. However, Bitcoin is not considered a currency by most people and store owners at this current time and having goods priced in Bitcoin is more complicated. Therefore, total abandonment of the fiat currency system would require a significant attitude-oriented overhaul first and foremost, but with the collapse of the dollar, that could be the sign, right? The omen is here. Despite its popularity as an investment, retailers have yet to warn warm up to Bitcoin. While some retailers accept it as payment, many others do not, unless you're in El Salvador and it's required by law to accept it as payment, right? Even those that accept it tend to charge a hefty markup for customers to pay using crypto. They must first convert their money into another currency through a third-party service. Not all retailers want to deal with the hassle of accounting for Bitcoin transactions. However, Lightning Network, such as Strike, makes that easy with the click of a button. The upside of using Bitcoin is that it's cheaper than credit cards, obviously. It's also more convenient than dealing with 
cash and storing it. And even so, the value of Bitcoin tends to fluctuate every second. That makes it tricky to have everything priced in Bitcoin as these values may only sometimes be accurate. Customers want to avoid unwelcome surprises when heading towards the checkout and seeing their Bitcoin bill increase. But that's why we have the Lightning Network. A decrease would be welcome, but for not the retailers, finding an equilibrium would be essential. As for Max Kaiser, as he points out, it would require abandoning the fiat system. Let's abandon this ship already, shall we? No more worries over converting USD or euros to Bitcoin and vice versa. Bitcoin needs to become the de facto currency globally for that to happen. Countries like El Salvador and the Central African Republic paved the way. However, it's the Western world which is likely to wait to follow suit. And for such a change to occur, it may require a total collapse of the euro and the U.S. dollar. That's right. If everything were priced in Bitcoin, it would be easier to spend Bitcoin, obviously. That remains one of the key hurdles to broaden adoption. And even with initiatives like the Bolt card, finding retailers accepting Bitcoin takes time and effort, not because of needing more convenient solutions. To do so, though, the overall mindset is ill-prepared for dealing with anything that provides financial freedom to retailers and consumers. And you can thank the regulators for that. Changing that mindset will require broader educational efforts. Moreover, as inflation wrecks havoc globally, as we've been witnessing this year, demand for alternative solutions should increase. People know Bitcoin exists, and they still favor other solutions shackling them. Even though Bitcoin is a volatile asset, so are many fiat global currencies, as we're witnessing, right? The volatility is not just in BTC. I like to look at the volatility as life force, as Max Kaiser would say. If an asset has no trading volatility, it's probably dead and has no life force, right? The big difference is how Bitcoin can go up in value and purchasing power power, whereas fiat currency only goes down. That's right. The purchasing dollar, purchasing power of the dollar continues to decline as the purchasing power of Bitcoin continues to increase. So in the latter case, it is an acceptable cycle. People are willing to admit that exists. It's a shame we're not seeing more retailers except Bitcoin at this time, even if it is cheaper than credit cards. It would be great to see more people involved with the exciting new technology. But unfortunately, that also means it'll be a while until everything is priced in Bitcoin, even if Max Kaiser firmly believes that this is just a matter of time. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the Bitcoin OG himself, Max Kaiser, that eventually everything is going to be priced in Bitcoin and that Bitcoin could eventually become a world reserve currency. The real question becomes, when do you feel this is likely to occur by? Let me know in the comments right down below. Where do you think this would likely take the price of the king crypto if Bitcoin, everything was priced in Bitcoin and it did become a world reserve currency. Can you see $1 million per BTC? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Peace.